Hi. Welcome to What's the Tea. I'm miserable. Well, I'm Nick Jew. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what you have to be miserable about, bitch? Oh, I hate cancer season so much. Y'all are like activated right now. It's just like during Gemini season, I'm like, turn up. And during cancer season, like all of y'all are like, everything is awful. I love you. Like, get out of my fucking face. <laughs> oh, this is the thing that I've had I... to learn with you, with you people. You, you, you people. You, you intensely love from very far away. Like I loved you in my mind, and three days later, I'm gonna text you and be like, "This is how hard I loved you." <laughs> Love me in my face. <laughs> Um, oh God. Yeah, no, I, this, this cancer season is already being, is off to a chaotic fucking start. So somebody (laughs) did they sage routine wrong because. And like Mercury was in retrograde at the very like beginning of it, I think with the tail end of it. And then there was like. Within station direct and it went into shadow. And then there was like an eclipse or some shit. Like shit is wild in the atmosphere. Yeah. Um. So I'm currently miserable because of events in London, but that's okay. I will oh, get at over Wim- it. At Wimbledon. Yeah, oh. it was. It's. It's. I mean, you're you're a sports fan sometimes, you, casually. But, sure, but like you you care yes about certain athletes, and I think there is there is no worse sight or sound than watching or hearing an athlete that you feel very connected to like watching them get injured or anyone for that matter like honestly yeah 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 um and so the the conditions at Wimbledon it's been it's been really weird because they haven't played they didn't play last year because of the pandemic um but and you know they're playing on grass they're running around and slipping around playing in, in the dirt essentially People slip every year, but this year it's been really, really crazy. And in fact, in the match before Serena's, somebody was playing Roger Federer and actually beating Roger Federer, and he slipped, hyperextended his knee, and literally like couldn't serve, like he couldn't jump. Mm. So he had to retire. And then 30 minutes later, Serena slipped in the same spot. Mm. They need to watch that spot. What the fuck is up with that <laughs> spot? <laughs> Um, and then a bunch of other people have been like falling and injure, like injuring themselves. And just she, you know, people people talk a lot of shit about her, and I ignore them. But like she's tough as fuck, and she like did the like I'm really in pain and I'm trying, like mm. groan when she fell after her medical timeout. And I was like, nope, turn the TV off. Everything is over. Turn the turn the lights off. Close the windows. I'm sitting shiva. This is this is terrible. <laughs> Poor thing. Um, yeah. So she will hopefully be fine. Uh, she already announced that she wasn't going to the Olympics, and she was like oddly right. cagey about it. Yeah, she was but like I because I don't want to talk about it, beaches. I think it's because they won't. They wouldn't let her bring her daughter. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's it. Um, but hopefully she can get some good rest. Um, and play at this traumatic ass tennis tournament in New York City later in the summer. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm that's why I'm miserable. I'm also miserable because apparently uh, abusers get out of prison on technicalities. Um, Fuck that. We're not just, talking about that, nigga. Nope. Nope. We're not. We're not. We're not. <laughs> we don't it's have to do like, that. I would. I, I'm. I'm excited about the equilibrium hitting Cancer season on July 5th. Like, yes, God. Clearly, clearly, my birthday was the day that the universe needed to write itself. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy. I'm happy to perform that service for the universe. Yeah. Totes my goat. Because the fuckery must end. It must end. It must come to a a, a close. <laughs> a swift close. What's the tea? Well, I uh, really enjoy ambulance rides to the hospital, apparently. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, I really enjoy ambulances. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. This is like my third trip to the emergency room in a year, two of which in a fucking ambulance. And I have to say that, like, I'm glad to be able to advocate for myself and have friends available to advocate for me because these motherfucking Baby. medical, the EMT people, like, when I tell you, I almost knocked a bitch out. Baby. In, in, in the fullness of my infirmity, like, uh, are you sure you're not pregnant, bitch? Don't ask me that shit another fucking time. Excuse me? Because sometimes when you have pains like this, it's from an abortion. Like, are you fucking kidding me right now, bitch? Excuse me? She was foul. Like, first of all, they came... All my vitals were normal and they were like, we, I mean, we could take you in, but all your vitals are normal. So you can't just go to the emergency room like, I have cramps. Like, bitch, yes, the fuck I can. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand really officious people full stop. Secondly, I don't understand people who treat care like it is coming at a personal cost to you to you bitch this is your job i call 911 you answer the dispatch you supposed to do what the fuck you supposed to do first of all the bitch looked like she was fresh out of dr miami's office didn't ain't washed her motherfucking nasty ass extensions in like 3 weeks <laughs> uh the chopper is spraying everybody my friend that was here with me was going to put hands on this bitch and i just kept looking at her like just let them get me to the fucking hospital. They didn't want to take me to the hospital. I wanted to go to. There, it's gonna be a long wait. They're gonna. I'm like, take me to the motherfucking hospital. I just asked you to take me to. Crazy. So then we get there and they admit me right away. <laughs> There's a room for me. Like they even like admitted me, admitted me within a few hours. So I was like, ha ha, yeah. bitch, on you, bitch. <laughs> She's like, well, when we go in there, you have to say da da da. I'm like. I'm not exaggerating, bitch. I'm in excruciating pain. There's nothing I have to say. It's not a scam, yeah. bitch. I'm not here for the drugs. I'm here because I'm in, in excruciating fucking pain. Well, you should have called us sooner. Why didn't you call us yesterday? Bitch, because I couldn't move yesterday. I barely made it through the night. So, long story short, without violating the fullness of my HIPAA. <laughs> I love saying that shit like it means anything. It's like when you stupid, really do. You really fucking do. It's like when stupid right wing people talk about the First Amendment. Like, baby, that shit don't count right now. Right now, this ain't the this ain't your job. This ain't the government. This is you saying something <laughs> stupid on Twitter. This um, is you exposing yourself as a fucking dumbass. As a fucking idiot. So I was taken to the emergency room on tuesday i was released on saturday for the second time in as many months somebody gave me a cancer scare which thankfully at this point i do not have they still are baffled by that and so they still keep giving me this like question mark of like maybe cancer but i'm like you literally biopsied the cells in my body and they said no so they're gonna do some more biopsies and whatever so like keep keep me in your prayers y'all i have to have another like exploratory procedure that could possibly lead to a major surgery next week. So I don't know how long we're going to be gone, but we might be gone for a minute. So we will actually be doing the show every other week. So <laughs> every other month. There. <laughs> <laughs> uh, almost every week. <laughs> <laughs> so there. <laughs> but praise God, my, my God blocked it yet again. Every time the devil has put up a shot, God has literally Dikembe Mutombo that shit. Like, no, 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 <laughs> not my daughter. So hopefully my grace extends a little bit more longer because I still have a lot of life left in me and there's some shit I still want to do that doesn't involve chemotherapy. Yeah, bitch, it's a whole bunch of shit you got to do. What the fuck? Right. So I um, Reggie is like my husband, basically. So I sent him this list of people like, here's people you contact, you know, letting them know I'm having surgery. Here's people you contact if I die. And he was like, if you what? 
<laughs> it it really was not a great day for me. <laughs> when I tell you, I I mean, like my my neighbors don't want the smoke. They don't want the smoke. <laughs> but uh, when I tell you, I had cut on Kurt Carr and the Kurt Carr singers. God blocked it and Listen. had that bitch on. Had that motherfucker on re- repeat all day. <laughs> repeat on, ho- por favor. I was hollering. Listen, I was like God. <laughs> Now, I'll ask you for too much because I know you don't be listening because I'm a hoe. But uh, <laughs> let, me, let, me put, let me put this request on the top of the list, please. Well, so like when I was in the emergency room, they did a CT and they were like, they're showing signs of mal- malignancy. And I was like, who? Like, no, that's not possible. Like, y'all don't understand. I have been poked and prodded and tested and CT'd and... And cut open. Cut open and fucking blood drawn every month. Like, there are several doctors who have been looking at my blood and insides and outsides for seven months. So for the emergency room doctor to be like, we think you have cancer. I was like, how? <laughs> fucking how? Literally fucking how? how? And they're still saying that I that I might. They're like, well, we, we still want to biopsy this. And I'm just like, at this point, I'm just like, I'm just a person who has a lot of fucking non-cancerous tumors all over my body. And like, maybe y'all tra- need to try to figure that shit out, whatever the fuck that is. But like, please stop giving me cancer and other fucking serious illnesses. So like, then I got admitted. I and also then- think they're probably trying to cover their ass. Of course. They don't want to say no. And of course. It, but it's just like, have some care, please. Right. And like the, the doctors were all very wonderful. And everybody is always so shocked when they tell me that shit. And I don't, I'm not like completely broken because number one i don't believe you and number two y'all keep telling me horrible shit so of course i'm not gonna break down i don't have an i don't have nothing left to break down for we've been doing this for seven months like i'm what else you got throw it all at me right now so um basically i i feel like supernaturally or whatever happened for the first couple of days I was fine and then I sort of hit a wall and started to like accept that I had cancer and that I was about to have chemo and um and then like something was like no don't do that and I started to change my language from like if I from I have to like they say I have or like they think it is like I just stopped using that accepting language pretty quickly and then like it sounds silly but like my very specific prayer was for my little cells to dance around in that laboratory and like literally in front of the eyes of the person looking at them be like no 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 like we're not what you think we are so when my doctor called me she was like I have some good but confusing news I'm like Uh uh-huh and she's like there's no sign of malignancy in the biopsy i'm like "Uh Uh uh-huh but i want to i want to go inside you and test something else and see if that's malignant so fine you know fine test it test it all like i'm on team let's make absolute sure it's not cancer of any kind who but yeah for a couple of days i was down bad baby bad we were yeah 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 so you know t-town keep me in your prayers and i feel like i am more than a conqueror and like my name itself means victory of the people so every time it is spoken somebody wins okay and the itty bittiest mustard seed size faith i feel like brought me through so if you if you're if you're listening and you need a miracle or a breakthrough or whatever you need, I all I have to say is I'm not special, I'm not important. I'm just, you know, a person and just a tiny bit of belief and a positive attitude really can get you very far. And I've been through it. My yesterday was the 3-year anniversary of my father passing away. Five years after we buried him, my mother's cancer came back. And then a year later, I was fighting for my life in the hospital. So, like, I need a reprieve. <laughs> I would like a moratorium on the fuck shit. Um, <laughs> like, nobody's business. I have been down. 
but I, I refuse. I refuse to give up. There were moments where I was like, I don't think I could do this. If I have cancer like that, I'm just going to lay down and die. Um, but like, I just, I can't, I'm not giving up. There's no way that I've come this far to fucking give up now. So if that's for you, that's for you. Don't give up. Don't give up. I have a whole bunch of I mean, a whole bunch of people around me just surrounding me with like love and support and lifting me up. There's no way that I'm that I was gonna give up. It wasn't no way. If I had to motor your arms like a damn uh, hamster wheel, <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to do this, but but yeah, <laughs> hell, uh, uh-uh. uh. Anyway, what's the tea hole? Child, after this, after that sermon you gave. <laughs> Uh, I do. Want to talk about, I want to talk about some gay shit. Let's let's talk about it. Lil Nas X. Oh Lord, have mercy. So he performed his song "Call Me by Your Name" on the BET Awards. The first time I ever heard it, all the way through. Um, I have not watched a like a performance based award show in a really long time. I know that like. I, for one, am exceedingly glad that the community has re-embraced the BET Awards and using that as like an opportunity to celebrate our culture. Because a few, a handful of years ago, it was very cute to be like EBT Awards and like shit on it. But recently, I think that we have reclaimed it as a culture and I fucking love that for us. But it's a music award show. I ain't gonna watch it. But I will try to catch the performances as I can. And plus I fucking they do hate, other stuff too, right? Yeah, but I fucking hate award show Twitter. Like, you're sitting at home in your dusty ass sweats with Cheeto dust talking about everybody's outfit. Like, shut the fuck up. It sounds very fucking trite. <laughs> like, I fucking hate award show Twitter. Like, you don't listen to none of this music. You don't watch none of these movies. But today you're fucking Siskel and Ebert. Like, shut the fuck up, Joan Rivers. <laughs> like, And cut, Alexander Wang. Right, cut it out, bitch. Um, so, <laughs> and like... Everybody was like, the fashions, the fashions, the fashions. And I felt the same way about the Oscars. I think that, like, the stylists chose, and whether you agree with this or not, to not be, like, very extravagant this year. Like, 600,000 people have died in this country. It's okay to be understated on the red carpets for a while. In my I opinion. Think so t- I think so, too. Also, like... You have to sit in that right. at a at a at a uh, in a seat. Right. I'm not wearing a meat dress. Right. Um. So like, the BET Awards. I really also love that that our stars are embracing it as well. Like you know, Beyonce didn't come, but hell no, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> But she will come. She will slide through. If they're going to give her something or let her perform, Mama will tip in. She just didn't this year. Um, Where are those twins? Have we seen them? I was like, what twins? Her exactly. kids? Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, a couple, it's been a couple of pictures of Rumi and Sir. Okay. Um. So uh, Lil Nas X performed Call Me By Your Name. I feel like when I watched him on on Saturday Night Live, he looked a little uncomfortable, kind of nervous. And I sort of felt the same way about this performance. But when I first watched it, I was like, I, th- I just think he needs like a dance class because he can move, but he's clearly not a dancer. And because he's so green of a performer. Uh, you, you remember, huh? You remember that? You remember that? Obviously, that musical I did for the last time. Yes. Britain was singing backup vocals for him. Oh, she was? She has such a beautiful voice. Yeah. Oh, no, Britain, not Britney. Oh, who? Hello? Britain, not Britney. Oh, I thought you were Britney Campbell. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no. Like, I don't know Kim, but every time I see her toothpaste commercial, I'm like, Kim! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Kim, hi Kim, girl. Um, <laughs> That's what a name, Mama. Right, but I and like I also equally don't know Carl, but we communicate on social media. So when I hacks, that reminds me we want to talk about hacks. So when I saw him on my TV, I was like, Carl, oh Carl, hey Carl. <laughs> like that's my friend. Um. So anyway, and then he, so. 
it was like a remember the time music break, which is perfect and fucking great. Yeah. I was like, somebody arms off. It was him. <laughs> Poor little Buddha. Um, but he's been tweeting about it since because he was like fucking terrified to perform in front of, of his peers in that way. And like, so Tyler, the creator, opened the show. He's an excellent performer because he's just weird and doesn't give a fuck. I haven't listened to his album yet, but everybody's loving it. So I'm sure that I will too. But his performance was so like inventive and artistic and the set was just like amazing. Um, So obviously because this very award show wanted fucking, what, what a name? The YouTube personality turn. Who? She's, uh, come on, get them, get them Debbies. B. B Scott? B. Scott. B. Scott wanted, they, like, was a, what do you call it, a red carpet commentary or whatever a few years ago, and they wanted him, oh, yeah, 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 him they, to, like, dress in man clothes. Yeah. yeah, what the fuck? So it's just, like, not a space that has been notoriously welcoming to, to the queer community. So obviously he was. I mean, nervous. to be if we're really if we're really keeping it a hundred percent funky, like that it is is queer people who exist outside of straight present straight presentation or straight passing are still people still don't know what to do with them. Agreed. And then if they're a queer person who has any real agency over their sexuality and isn't apologizing for their sexuality, as long as it, as long as it's not lesbians because straight men can insert them they can like um, they can insert themselves imaginarily into that thing yeah into their relationship even though nobody wants them like they just don't know what to they don't know what to do with it so like the b scots like the androgynous men or the the young people who are embracing their the young gay men who are embracing their sexuality people are just like uh wear a condom you're like Mm. what the fuck (laughs) right right um, and so at the end of the performance, he kissed one of the dancers. I don't know if it was planned or whatever, but he did it. And um, the audience in studio seemed to receive him very well. I, thankfully, have a carefully curated timeline. So I saw a great deal of support for him. He's also like a very good fucking internet troll. He is of his generation. I would never want to go toe to toe with that young man on the internet because he'd be clowning the fuck out of people. So, of course, people are like, why you got to do that? Like, we we don't care that you gay, but why you got to do that? And so Diddy had, like, tweeted in support of him. And the big joke going around everybody's Instagram who claims to be an ally is that, uh, you know, Diddy, they're like, oh, Diddy an ally? Like, no, he a member. Like, oh, yes, we can to be gay to support gay people. I fucking hate everybody. Like, I fucking hate everyone. <sighs> Yep. So then the backlash from the community is, we, we well, you just don't have to do that in front of kids. First of all, th- that goddamn show comes on at like 8 o'clock on a Sunday night. Why your ugly ass kid up at that time of night any fucking way? It's a school night. That shit came on on a Sunday. Put they ugly ass in the bed. Also, why, like, <laughs> I'm going to get over you calling all these people's kids. I don't care. Ugly. But <laughs> also like did it it's it's a it's a performance of a song that has a music video and the music video is also like very unapologetically sexual and very unapologetically queer. I don't understand what you thought the performance of it was supposed to be. Like when Beyonce performed Deja Vu, she did the same Josephine Baker like dance routine every it's part of the it's part of the it's part of the vision of the song. So when Lil Nas X performed Call Me By Your Name, you thought he was he, you thought he was going to take out all of the sexuality from this very very like obviously but on the same fucking stage, you got the baby and fucking Meg the Stallion doing overtly sexual performances on the same stage. Meg the Stallion fucking got Cardi B pregnant at the Grammys. <laughs> and did. You Some know what I mean? Advanced level fucking reverse scissor shit. <laughs> advanced level reverse scissor is the title of the show. Happy Pride. Um... <laughs> It's just like, you know, 
I, I just want people to say it with their test. You're not okay with gay people. You just think it's inappropriate for kids. You're, you're not okay with gay people, full stop. Because there's heterosexuality all over these fucking award shows, all over fucking television. And nobody wants to get on a moral high ground until gay people are involved. Like these men out here with three and four baby mamas and like you listen to the filthiest fucking filth Ever filth, flarm, 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 filth, <laughs> and now you want to I mean, be fucking the moral authority when it comes to some shit because gay people are involved. Like, eat a dick. If you think that seeing <laughs> two men kiss on TV is going to turn people gay, then like you need to be a better parent first of all, and second of all, there's nothing wrong with being fucking gay. Also, I watched a lot of. Uh, straight porn growing up. And you're not straight. <laughs> beggars can't be choosers. Right. Uh, and I, I watched Jack kiss Rose in Titanic. Right. I watched Aladdin kiss Jasmine. I I watched Britney kiss Madonna. Um, hello, hello. We all did. And then kiss Christina Aguilera. Yeah. I, I watched Wild Things. That didn't, I've seen a lot of, you know, a lot of straight people kissing and I can confirm that it did not, in fact, take away my desire to have someone call me by my name. Right. And like, I don't know, progressive concepts here that we've discussed on this show for several years. Maybe, just maybe, if there are more images of homosexuality, there wouldn't be such a high rate of fucking like suicide and self-harm amongst the LGBTQIA community for youth. And then you wouldn't have fucking Republicans donating $100,000 to the Trevor Project. It's just like, we get it. You don't like gay people. You think it's wrong. I don't care what you think. No, you're threatened by the, you're threatened that you're threatened at the idea of two dicks being in a relationship with each other because you're, you're confused and you're a little titillated. A, li a little titillated. And you know, I because like, I hate the idea that people are like, oh, you know, all these homophobes, they secret gay or whatever. Like that's some inner community shit that I don't think straight people need to fucking ever say ever, ever, ever again. It's just, it's harmful. It's really harmful. And now you've got gay people being like, well, he needs to talk about safe sex. You cannot get fucking HIV from kissing. You never could. Who said he needs to talk about safe sex? It's some gay person who's like a TikTok or a YouTube person or whatever. And he was just saying that like, he thinks that Lil Nas X is misusing his platform and he should be promoting safe sex. Like what is unsafe about kissing somebody? I mean, besides like coronavirus, but that's not exclusive to gay I mean, people. That's, that's also the problem when there's, you know, when gay people have metabolized so much shame because their their sexuality has been so stigmatized that like there is no there is no innocence. It's all like from zero to fucking. It's like, well, no, 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 we don't actually. And also it was like a very innocuous kiss. Like they weren't like making out and rubbing dicks and shit. Like it was just like <laughs> you know he, what I mean? He tweeted, he was like, and since this got y'all so upset, next time I'm just fuck the nigga. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but it's true. It's like there's so much performance of heterosexuality that is that it's disgusting that people are trying to lie about it being about the kids. It's not about the kids. You don't even care about your ugly ass kids. Yes, I called their kids ugly again. <laughs> because at the very self-same Black Entertainment Television Awards, Beyonce, Calandria, and Trinitria gave lap dances to three men on stage. Hi. And it's always the people who are like, I just don't want them to teach this to kids who are always talking about their son, little girlfriend, or how he's a stop. ladies man or a heartbreaker or whatever. First of all, stop sexualizing your children. Hello. First of all. Hello. And it, you think that because you don't teach somebody something, they're never going to learn it? Because, baby, let me tell you, I didn't grow up around no men fucking men in my household, but uh, I got real good. Right. Like, it, I don't know. I just feel like if you are afraid of your kid being gay, you should not have kids because there's a chance that they're going to be gay. There's a chance that your kid might be gay. There's a chance that your kid might be trans. There's a kid. There's a chance that your kid might be a lawyer. There's a chance that your kid might be happy. Oh, my God. God forbid. God you forbid. know what I mean? 
There's a chance that your kid might not grow up to be exactly to not make up for the mistakes that you made. Oh, no. You can't even get people to stop hitting their children in anger. So. Child, listen, listen, listen. Children are not a solution. <laughs> let me let me stop. Baby, oh, Jesus. baby, baby, baby. Um, I don't really care about Bill Cosby. I mean, to mark time. Who? Right. To mark time. That shit happened today. I don't give a fuck. I really don't want to talk about it. A nigga named Donald died by Rumsfeld, who I am old enough to remember being a fucking awful, awful person. Awful, terrible. We still fighting the fucking Islamophobic war his ass was respons- partially responsible for. I'm like, how you spell that last name? I guess I just don't care. <laughs> oh my God. It's just like, you know, um, people are always like, it's you should never dance on a grave. Like, it's certain. I'm not grave. dancing, I'm laying down. Right? I'm sitting down. <laughs> it's certain people when they die, you just are going to. There, he's gonna get fucking. Uh, I love Teen Vogue. Accused war criminal and torture defender dead at eighty eight. Baby, baby, baby. Because you know who's not sitting down? All the people who are who are dead needlessly. Mm-hmm. He was the defense secretary during the two thousand three invasion of Iraq. Yep. Some Over estimated damn near twenty year war. Some estimated 200,000 Iraqi civilians died in that war. Not to mention all of the American soldiers who are traumatized for the rest of their lives. Let's also not talk about the fact that like most of our military corps comes not from the contiguous United States, but from U.S. territories because the United the United States imperialist the imperialist complex makes countries like Guam and territories like Puerto Rico dependent on the United States for like healthcare and shit like that if they sacrifice their body to fight our wars all over the world for fucking oil. So fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. There's a Bojack Horseman meme. He's like standing in front of a cop- coffin. It says, "You were a huge bitch and now you're dead." <laughs> <laughs> Baby. Oh, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, yeah, fuck him. Fuck him, fuck him, fuck him, fuck him, fuck him. What else is going on, going on in the world? You said you want to talk about uh, Gene Smart. Oh, yes. Okay, so Hacks on HBO Max is fucking fantastic. It. I think like six or seven episodes. Um, just a great fucking watch. And like your friend, who I pretend is my friend as well, Carl Clemens Hopkins. Did I get that uh-huh. right? Is in the you show. Did. He's wonderful. I hope they get renewed and I hope him and his They mother- did. Oh, they did. Yeah, I think I read that somewhere. They got a second season. And I hope that he and the his mother get more time next season because his scenes were all so fucking delightful. Do you know what Jason said to me? I think Jason uh, said this to me and I have not been able to cope since. Hmm. You know who Carl is playing? Who? Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Thomas, it wasn't me, baby. It wasn't me, baby. They hit me, too. But, I mean... Except for the mother thing, but, like, kind of... Except, yeah, there's some there are some things with the sort of, like, the, the work persona, the work outfits, the sort of, like, high-functioning uh, cruelty with whites. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Stockholm Syndrome. Look at us just telling everybody business. I be getting to the money. Everybody. Everybody mad. I love the show. I think that you all should watch it. Um, I it's have very a good. few other TV recommendations real quick. Yes, please. The new iCarly. Girl, what? Have you not 
hurt a fish. No, child. No. What the hell is that? Did you watch iCarly? Hell no. Bitch, what? You never watched Bitch, iCarly? What? No. Are you crazy? Like, I was way. What about, what about me thinks that I have ever watched why International would you Carly. so wake up the members of my nation um i was far too old <laughs> to be watching that show but it was just like wholesome and silly and fun so they've done an iCarly reboot without sam i don't know why sam is not there but there was like a bunch of people being rude on the internet because sam was gone and attacking lacey mosley the beautiful hilarious black woman who is the new best friend on the show. Um, and so I finally saw a preview for it and I was like, oh, this is kind of grown. Like it's it's still the same silly iCarly, but like Carly's 27 now and they are not playing that like Raven's Home game, which is also cute. Raven's Home is super cute, um, but it's still a kid's show. iCarly is, the reboot is definitely not a kid's show, but I watched like four episodes of it last night and it was very cute. I, I think it's worth your time. Okay. I mean, they're also bringing Gossip Girl back. With black I never people. watched that. Me either, but my friend, I have a, a friend on the on the reboot, um, so I have a reason to watch. Sure. But I'm like, ooh, black people. Right. Yes, of course. Of course. Um, iCarly streaming on Paramount Plus as well. I think the original is also on there because I was like not feeling well and looking for nostalgic things to make me feel good. And I was watching Blossom and iCarly. Amazing. I, is there, I'm worried that they're going to just reboot everything. I'm like, Oh God, wait, you know, no, I don't, please? I don't hate that as long as it's good. Cause I feel like the new, um, what you call it? I was going to say Family Matters, but definitely not Family Matters. <laughs> Did Judy finally come downstairs? <laughs> right. Um, the, the fucking San Francisco show with the dads and all them. Full House? Yes. The new Full House was cute. Um, the new The Girl Meets World was cute. Like, I haven't hated any of the reboots that I've watched so far. And I get it. There's like, well, don't you get all these new ideas? And like, yes, of course. But like. I don't know. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Don't fucking watch it. Also, I feel like after all we've survived, we can just give me some nostalgia, please. Exactly. As long as it's well made, I don't care. You know what? I want a fucking Quantum Leap reboot. That is not what I thought you were going to say. What did you think I was going to say? I thought, I mean, there there are so many great 90s, early 2000s 80s shows that I would actually be like super into a reboot of. I would love a Quantum Leap reboot. I would love a Different Strokes reboot. Mm, Now the world don't move. Um, I would love uh, I don't know about that one. Racial optics wise. (laughs) I don't know if I'm fucking with it. I just, depending on who's in the writer's room. um, True. I would love a fucking Designing Women reboot. Also, I would love a fucking like there's so there's so many things I would love a reboot of, but also like I want a reboot of them and I want to write them because I (laughs) have I have tone questions that I don't want to leave up to anybody else. Like there was a moment in iCarly when they were talking about a global pandemic. So like I'm 50 50 on it. Right. The shows that have included the pandemic, I'm like, mm. and then the ones who haven't, I'm like, mm. um, it just depends on the execution. So they are not, we are not in a pandemic world in iCarly. Um, and the kid was talking about like a bunch of like horrible things that could happen. And one of them was a global pandemic. And Freddie was like, well, let's not talk about things that would never, ever possibly happen. And then just like looked at the camera. So to me, it was like, we're going to acknowledge this shit. And then we're, we're moving on. That's fair. But there's okay. no way you can make a show as silly as iCarly and be like, 500,000 people died. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Of course. Of course yeah. not. 
I also am like, I tried to watch the road rules thing and them niggas is my age and older and I'm not trying to see a bunch of 40 year old people <laughs> and puffing in the I'm desert. Like, don't, don't y'all have some kids? Don't y'all have some, some nieces and nephews or some shit to do? Y'all still out here running around fighting, climbing like, through water? You know your knee fucked up. <laughs> I mean, Venus Williams still out here running around beating bitches asses. Like, but she's why like not, a professional athlete. <laughs> So is he. And he's not on that shit. He's still doing like the regular challenge. I'm talking about like Mark, like from the very first road rules. Like this nigga is like pushing. He's like at 50, if not 50 already. Like, I don't want to see your ass in the desert melting a block of ice. You might catch a coronary. Like, I don't want to watch this. This feels like elder abuse. <laughs> I'm like, not literally, like Nana. <laughs> Where are your kids? <laughs> I don't want to look at this. But oh, I do think, Jesus. because I'm also watching the real world reunion season again, I would love for them to do that with like the first five or so seasons because we're coming up on on their all their 20th anniversaries. So it Which would, is insane. Right. Or 30th. Sorry. Because they just did the 30th of, of New York. Um, it would be very interesting to see that LA cast back together, that San Francisco cast back together. Like just the first few handful of them, I would not mind. And you know, it'll jump the shark pretty quickly, but I think it could be interesting for a couple of more seasons. I definitely want to see the Las Vegas cast. <laughs> look, look, uh, what are they? Alton and um, Arissa. Irulan, oh, not Irulan. Alton yeah. and Arissa were on this fucking challenge. Reading Arissa weighs three pounds. She looks like a fucking lit cigarette. Mm. And Alton is super thin too, but he's like muscular. Arissa, she looks like malnourished. Poor thing. She looks like she's been doing some hard living. I understand that the the world has been hard to everybody. And I'm just like, I, my grown up Christmas, okay, my birthday wish for the world, besides that fucking $4,000 bag that Instagram keeps trying to show me, <laughs> like, I'm not buying it, um, is for y'all niggas to squeeze a little bit of joy out the life you have because you don't know when the shit is going to be over and you don't want to be sitting in the bed taking your last couple of breaths being like I wish I was less fucking miserable right so please try to cultivate joy please eat some shit that makes you feel good take you know what I mean like please oh lord people people are so miserable it makes me so sad yeah um your girl uh got who? Jesse Wu. Don't, uh-uh. Listen, nuh-uh. Yes, we are both Haitian. Yes, but uh-uh. No, 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 I've no. never cared I, for her. She's in that pile of people that everybody was like, she's so funny. And I was always like, I don't. It's not for me. There was one video of hers that genuinely made me chuckle, but it wasn't like this nigga eating beans funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, well, I don't, so she deleted her Twitter account. And like, here's my thing. I think that Twitter is a remarkably cruel place. And unless somebody's opinion is like harmful or hateful or actually dangerous or actually insurrection, yeah, then I don't think that all this is necessary. So she said something really stupid and she got dragged to the point where... Oh, wait, where was she, she the person that was like, maybe French originated in Haiti and not in France? Yeah. And like it was stupid. It was a very stupid thing to say. But so meanwhile, meanwhile on Twitter, she tweeted, "I met someone from the Ivory Coast yesterday, and we started to speak French to each other because I told him I was Haitian Canadian." It had me thinking: with so many Africans speaking French, was it really introduced through colonialism, or did French originate in Africa? Just say it out loud. Did French? French, French, originate in Africa. Like she, I wish she would have just like, (laughs) I wish she would have just like ran her nail through the tweet 
scanned it before stay in school kids stay in school kids and she deleted her account like obviously at the time that this screen grab was taken there were like 411 quote tweets so you know they be getting in they ass and the fucking quote tweets tweets are so fucking vicious yeah i mean what is she like what does she do uh she's pretty and i think she was like a a host blogger i think she got onto one of those va i think she was on 11 hip-hop but like influencer pretty person beautiful gowns and then she had said something about cardi yesterday um should keep your mouth off of other people basically she had said that she thought cardi's team was plotting against Nicki minaj girl i'm tired and apparently she had like a new single out or whatever so i guess she was who did jesse woo she sings ciao okay wait here's what she said about cardi Oh, that's Cardi. Jesse Wu's country is the first republic in the world whose inhabitants were majority Africans or their descendants, a feat they attained through defeating their French colonizers. She really asked if French originated in Africa because she spoke in French to an Ivorian. (sighs) It's just like she was in mess about them and then... This, so this it's is why all it's important to teach critical race theory. This is why. <laughs> Even if we just teach it in the Jack and Jills, like we just gotta, we actually need to teach facts to people. Haitian activists and journalists are being gunned down by a dictator state. Meanwhile, Jesse Wu is asking if French, a colonial language, originated in Africa. This is where I take my leave, babes. Ooh. <sighs> yeah. It's are you not embarrassed? How's embarrassing? <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. So embarrassing. My angel, baby love. Why? Why do this? Take responsibility for yourself. When you go home and you lay in the bed at night, you you take responsibility for yourself. Learn from this. (laughs) Just in the middle of fucking getting drugged for some other shit, now being messy, now she gonna say this. When Rand McNally yells at me like this, it's because he loves me. (laughs) Oh... Jessie Wu built her entire career off of her Haitian heritage slash identity, but now she is offended when they tell her she isn't African-American. I don't get it. Hmm. What? I don't know. What do, what do that got to do with the price of pussy on uh, International? Nicki Minaj tweeted and deleted something. I can't find it, though. Jessie Wu is a pick-me and moves like the ops. Oh, my God. Everybody is so fucking mean they said the cardi's team was plotting against nikki i mean even if it's true like why also like people are dying from covid where our democracy is being undermined literally under our nose are we really worried about a fake rap beef between multi-millionaire women who are hopefully happy and like raising children like can we Can we fixate on things that are of actual necessity and peril to us? Okay, I think this is Jessie. Is she the, like, sister? Yes, that's her. Like, 
I'll give you an example, and this is me. This is me spilling tea. I'll never forget years ago, um, four years ago, I met someone that was on Cardi's team back in 2017, and they literally told me, like, this is something that was told to me, that yeah, like putting Cardi out, our goal was to knock Nicki out, and that was the first time I heard, I heard that topic. Then not too long later, the whole Nicki and Cardi thing happened. And I remember just thinking to myself, yo, like so-and-so told me like, this is what they were trying to do. And then you have these two women, there will be- That's so stupid. Like, I mean, okay. Why even say something like that? Especially right now though. Also like, that's the reason the Backstreet, the instinct came out to knock out right. the Backstreet Boys. That's like, why that's anybody not... comes out. It's not like fucking rocket science. That's why 98 Degrees came out. Like, did nobody need Nick Lachey? But, you know, like, what the fuck? Mess me well on Twitter. Tweet, 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 tweet. I do have a hey boo. Go ahead. It's uh, none other than Venus Ebony Star Williams. Yes, big sister. They was, give, they was doing her little press conference at Wimbledon's. Um, and she already has, she's been a legend. She's been slick by the mouth. She's been her father's daughter for years. Uh, so obviously at the French, when she let out that gym, cause they were asking her about Naomi Osaka. And she said, well, the, the way I deal with it is I realized that everybody asking me questions, none of them could play as well as me or mm-hmm. ever could or ever will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what she gave you at the French open at Wimbledon. She gave us, they were, she was just like, she was going off. It was like a Paul Mooney set. She was just like, I don't give a fuck now. Um, and, Br- and Brad Gilbert was like, Venus, you're so funny. She was like, honestly, I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, Venus, why do you like, why do you keep playing? She was like, honestly, it's great benefits. And since I need to get an MRI damn near every month, it's free healthcare. So, you know, I'll be out here playing. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh venus oh venus i love her what a what a legend what a legend well friends listen keep me lifted if you don't like me that's fine too <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um. but we're gonna we're gonna be here when we're here i don't really know what my recovery is going to be like. I could be fine to record next week. It could be a couple of weeks, could be a month. So, you know, we will do our very best to be back as soon as possible. We love you. Send us money. And you're cute. Thanks. Um, The thing that we're supposed to say to end of the show is wow it's been a while um come on pastor <laughs> you know what it is this for this for this for this is the you know when a pastor when they're really in their bag they just say like that one word over and over and over and over now for now now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly now above all now that you could ask or even think according to the power that worketh what within you <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> now uh for this is the day that the lord has made but it's still ain't the day for you to try it bye bye